Trendy is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, must be 21 years or older. Welcome back to another edition of Trendy presented by Omaha, the show where we like to compete while exploring the best ways to wager for casual cappers. And the best ways to wager yesterday on our show was not to listen to myself and Mark. I did a little better by uh, picking Manchester City to win, but also let the other team to score. That gave me three units. Mark, your Lakers came through for you at the very end, barely covering that spread. So you're at 1.9. Both of us had some near misses. Uh, that, that Suns game with Devin Booker taking over late cost you by a half point you lost on the hook on that king's bet i cannot believe giddy did not get a defensive turnover after uh, i hit the other leg of that parlay in my cred pick but what are you gonna do you're a super bowl champ still so you probably don't even care (laughs) yeah not 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 too much i mean obviously i want to compete against you at the highest level right but um you know the parade is going on today in kansas city recording here on a wednesday so you know, I want to just knock your brains out real quick so I can watch that on the stream since I couldn't make it to Kansas City, unfortunately, this year. Well, as you keep saying, you'll be able to go next year and the year after yeah. that and the year after that, right? <laughs> like, just put it on your calendar now and book your tickets. Not one, not two, not three, not four. What did LeBron say? <laughs> oh, my God. Are we going to have the fireworks and then you're giving an interview on a chair for the rest of this? This is ridiculous. <laughs> and how did that turn out for the Heat? They did not have one, two, three, or four. They got the they two. Got two. They, got, they got the two. <laughs> Uh, so where you did not knock my brain out, Mark, is in our preseason picks on the NBA. And so I thought I would uh, do some freezing cold takes with us. Let's look back a little bit. I had a mixed bag, but your bag was not mixed. Your bag was mostly empty. And then I'm going to give yourself, uh, give you a chance to redeem yourself by looking at some futures. Now that we're at the post-trade deadline, now you get all the Chiefs content out of your brain. Now you're able to focus in, dial in. You're about to come back with the Lemon Pepper Parlay Basketball Edition and see how you see the rest of the year. But looking back, here are the picks that we gave out beforehand. Uh, Austin Reeves, most improved player, plus 1,400. Don't hate that one, right? Like Austin Reeves, long odds. Uh, the logic was sound. I mean, I don't even know where those odds are standing right now. I don't think he's going to win. But that that one that was actually probably your best pick through foreshadow of the rest of we got covered here. Uh, the Timberwolves. That would be the Minnesota Timberwolves, Mark Gunnels. Do you remember the pick you gave out before the year? Yeah, I did the under on their win total. <laughs> under 45.5, and you were adamant about it. You said they were going to trade Cat, and they were going to tank. And here we are. We're there, the number one team in the Western Conference right now. I mean, to be fair, though, did you didn't expect them to be this good, right? Like, I knew you were on the other side of that one, but I, so for them, they're already, how many wins they got right now? They're already almost at that total, I feel like. Yeah, they're they're closing in on it real they're real quick. I mean, like if you're holding that ticket and I am, you can go ahead and start spending that money because that one's gonna cash. Yeah. And I had my misses as well, so I'm not gonna harp on you too bad. I'll call out my misses as well. Uh yeah. Jason Tatum, MVP. You have him at plus six hundred. He is now plus five thousand, which by the way is too long of odds for him right now. It's not like a dominant guy. I think plus five thousand is is too far. Uh though it is a little bit telling, and you can decide who this is telling about. He now has the same odds as Jalen Brunson. So I don't know if he's having a year worse 
worse than we expected or Brunson's had a real shine up. Uh, but, you know, that's a little bit of a miss. I don't think he's collecting that trophy this year. But you know the weird thing about that is if you look at his just numbers, you would think he would have a better chance, right? He's averaging 27, eight rebounds and nearly five assists. And they're the number one team in the league, number one team in the yeah. East. So it's kind of, isn't that kind of odd, really? That is, his odds are so crazy when he has those numbers and he has the best team record-wise. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's just like SGA stole all the Jason Tatum buzz that was available. So, like, how how could you give it to Jason Tatum over SGA? And SGA didn't seem to factor this much into the race in the preseason. And so, like, did his emergence just knock everybody's odds out of whack from where they were then versus where they are now? Yeah, because, like, that was my line of thinking. I figured Boston would be this way record-wise, top seed in the East. And normally, you know, best team on the best team, best player on the best team has a really good chance of winning the MVP. So while the odds look crazy, you know, I don't think that was too bad of a miss on my end. No, it's not. Not as bad as the next one. Lakers top four seed in the West. You homer MFR. I mean, what are we doing here? You gave that out on a live mic and now they're barely in the play in. Yeah. Um, I don't have much to say on that one. You know, I was liking the offseason moves they made. To be fair, though, they did have a lot of injuries early on to a lot of that depth that I was kind of relying on. But, yeah, they're fighting for the play in lies right now at this moment. All right. Well, I I gave out some good ones. Um, I gave out Pelicans and Grizzlies to not make the playoffs. Grizzlies are pretty much a lock at that point. That was a plus number. Pelicans are in that sixth seed, right? But like, I think the Pelicans are in a really interesting position. If they end up in the play-in, they're probably going to have to knock out like the Lakers and the Warriors in order to make the playoffs. And so if if that's the scenario, if they end up like the seven or eight seed and the Lakers or Warriors are, are also in that bracket fighting for the playoffs, I think I'm still in a decent position to cash. Obviously, I wish I was in a better position to cash on that one. Um, the Wolves and Clippers to not make the playoffs is another one you gave out as the flip side of that, just to continue <laughs> to rub some salt in your wound. Currently the number one and number three teams in the guys. Yeah, my preseason predictions are so bad. Well, I thought I got deep faked listening back to the show because uh, I cannot believe I gave out the Hawks to win the division. And I know it was a fade on the heat. And so I actually got the logic decently right. I just picked the wrong team. Like the magic are the team that have stepped into that spot. But the number of times you and I have faded the Hawks this year after I gave them out as a division winner was, was definitely jarring. Uh, another yeah. loss I'm going to take, Mark, is I gave out Scoot to score 16 points a game. No bueno. He's at 12.8 right now. Uh, he'd have to average, what, about 20 the rest of the year in order to get up to 16. Don't see it happening. I don't know. Where are you long-term on Scoot? Like, yes, he is not living up to the immediate hype, but are you seeing enough in his game that you think eventually he'll have, you know, like, I don't know, like a Suggs or like a Fultz-level resurgence where he was disappointing when they first came in, but then they started making some uh, buzz, you know, two or three years into their career? No, I definitely like him long-term, without question. I mean, the guy has the athleticism. You know, he he pops out on the screen. You see the flashes that he brings. I just think it's one of those situations where, like you said, I think like two or three years from now, as he gets more comfortable into his role, you know, he starts developing a more consistent jump shot. I think you're going to see him be one of the future all-stars in this league at the guard position. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I'm I'm buying Scoot stock still, uh, not out on them entirely, just not as efficient and not dominating the usage as much as we have. Brogdon took a lot of uh, the shine away that we thought he was going to get and took away some of his stats. I did give out two really good ones, Mark, uh, just to close out. I gave out Dame under 27.5 points a game. You were on the other side of that. He's at 24.6. I don't think he's going to be able to make up that three-point gap. So I think I'm going to go ahead and claim a W on that one. And then my absolute victory lap. The best pick I gave out, I was adamant about it in preseason. I did not understand it. Caesars had Jordan Poole at 25 points per game. 25 points per game for Jordan Poole. He is currently averaging 15.6 and trending downward. Do you think he can score 42 a game the rest of the year to drag that average up? Is he is he Kobe Bryant? Oh, my God. Jordan <laughs> Poole at 25 a game. What were we doing? Freest money I've ever seen. Oh, man. You can, you're you going to be rich off of that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, rich enough to maybe buy the Wizards and turn them around. My God. Uh, anyway. So, Mark, that's where we were preseason, a little bit of mixed results. But let's go ahead and do our updated futures right now, right? So I asked you to take a look, and I have a feeling uh, a homer pick is coming our way, but maybe we could then take off the purple and gold glasses and walk through the rest of the league. So go ahead, get it out of your system. What do you like on the Lakers right now? I just can't help myself, Toby. I just can't, man. I'm sorry. And when I see these odds, like this is just more of a value play for me, right? Like, do I really believe it's going to happen? Not necessarily, but this team just went to the conference finals last year and they lost to the eventual NBA champion. So right now, the Lakers to win the NBA championship is at 2,800. 2,800. And when you still have LeBron and AD, I'm sorry, I saw them in the end season tournament. And I know people may laugh at it, right? But you saw them actually play with a sense of urgency. So I'm thinking, my line of thinking is here, playoff basketball, obviously they're going to be super locked in. You know, why not take a stab at it? Why not? Yeah. Those odds, I think it's a great value play. I think it's wild that they've got a relatively healthy Le- – I know LeBron's sitting out tonight, but they got a relatively yeah. healthy LeBron in AD season, and they're plus 2,800. Like, when you're giving them out as a top four seed in the West, you were assuming health, which they actually have had, and they still have slid this much, you know, 50-plus games into the year. Yeah, yeah. It, it actually is a very interesting dynamic there, uh, but – you know, I like the Dinwiddie pickup. I think that's a pretty solid move. Another guy off the bench that can use some scoring punch there. And, I mean, if you look at the West, you know, I know we like Minnesota, OKC, these young teams, stuff like that. But do you really trust them in a series against the Lakers? You know, I, I think they're good regular season teams. The only team really I'm truly scared of is Denver. I mean, yeah. maybe, the, maybe the Clippers as well a little bit. But outside of those two teams, I'm not – I'm not picking OKC or Minnesota to beat LeBron and AD in a seven-game series. I'm sorry. I am. I am. And I think that's the flaw in your logic here. And I think it is a little bit of homerism. Like, in order to look at the Lakers and take them at plus 2,800, you have to look past the Timberwolves at plus 2,000 and OKC at plus 2,200, which are both demonstrably better than the Lakers this year. And so, like, I know there's a LeBron mystique. You know, you don't want to go like uh, like you would count out Brady when he was 44 and 45. He listed the Lombardi. I'm definitely not counting LeBron out at 39, but I'm also not assuming LeBron can still do it at the same level at the age of 39, even if he is arguably the GOAT. So, like, like, I think OKC, particularly at plus 2,200, is a great number. 
Um, Minnesota plus 2000. I think that Anthony Edwards, this is like an amazing year. I think Edwards is probably still a year away from being that dude who could carry that team to a championship. But both of those numbers I like above the Lakers. If you look at the top of it, the Nuggets are plus 375, the Celtics are plus 265, and then the Clippers are plus 500, the Bucks are plus 750. The Suns have the fifth best odds at plus 1300. I think that's the one that surprised me the most. I think it's some of the same logic you just applied, right? Like, okay, you really, if plus 1300, like, and they got KD, then you got to go ahead and back them, especially with Booker playing the way he is. Is there anything at the top that you think is actually decent value? I think the Bucks at plus 750 is yeah. pretty good value. Um, I mean, because you look at the East, it's really just the Celtics and Bucks for me. I don't look at the Knicks as a legit title contender. Definitely not Cleveland. I mean, the Sixers, maybe if Embiid comes back and looks like the same guy, maybe is the third team there. But when you consider that, I think the Bucks are pretty much a shoe-in to at least make the conference finals. So when you, when you consider that, then at plus 750, I think that's definitely worth the, a value play as well when you got a guy named Giannis and Damian Lillard there. Giannis is absolutely terrifying, particularly in the playoffs. Uh, he's given the Celtics everything that those guys can handle over the course of their matchups together. And um, I mean, I, obviously you had to sign the contract. You had to do it. You had to keep the asset. You had to give them a max deal. But like Jalen Brown can win you a playoff game and can lose you a playoff game in about equal measures. And when you once you get to like that Giannis, that, like that kind of final boss stage of like the Giannis and the the Joker and guys like that, I just I just don't know about the Celtics. Like I don't think 265 is good enough value. You said OKC is a regular season team. Are we going to find out that the Celtics end up being somewhat of a regular season team when everybody else ratchets up the defense to kind of match the same intensity they've been playing with? Uh, so I've been looking for different ways to try to, you know, kind of take advantage of that line of thinking. And I also singled out the Bucks. Uh, but the number I like isn't them to win the championship. Them to win the conference is plus 255, though. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that, too. I like that a lot. Yeah. Um, other people in the Eastern Conference, the Celtics are plus 120. I'm out for the reasons I just said. And I think I'm with you the rest of the way. Like The Knicks at plus 550 just isn't high enough value to get past the Bucks and Celtics unless you're counting on an injury, right? Like Unless you're counting on yeah. Giannis to get hurt. If Giannis gets hurt, then suddenly those eyes look great. But I don't know. I just don't like that karma sitting in my in my picket slips just banking on an injury to one of the best guys in the league. What do you think about – I know you're like OKC a lot. What about OKC to win the West at plus 850? Love it. Yeah, OKC to win the West at plus 850 is another one of the bets that I wrote down. I think it is interesting that the uh, Suns – have so much shorter odds to win the title than can, than Oklahoma City, but they're all they're at plus seven fifty for the conference. So that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Like if if they're going to be plus thirteen hundred versus OKC, what did I say they were plus twenty two hundred? But they're at seven fifty versus eight fifty for the conference. I think the implied odds say they should be a little bit closer for the championship than uh, than they're currently listed, which makes me like the OKC value even more in in the kind of relative sense. So plus eight fifty for OKC to win the conference is one of my favorite ones. And then if you want to give out like a like any sort of long shot, like you want to get into that thousand or higher, can we ever bury the heat? Like, can we ever look at a plus thirteen hundred number on Miami Heat where we're not entirely sold on the top two teams in the conference and dismiss them? I don't think we can. 
No, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I can't push back on that. I mean, Eric Spoelstra, I think, is arguably the best coach in the league. And you know, as annoying as they are, they always have like these no-name guys that end up stepping up in the playoffs for some reason and start making every single shot. And you're like, what the hell? Who did this guy come from? And then you hear about him. He was an undrafted free agent three years ago. Like, what the- <laughs> but uh, what about another long shot, man? Since we're having fun here, yeah, in, the West, fun. in the West. How about this? To come out the West. Okay. The Dallas Mavericks at plus 1,200. No. I'm out, man. I'm Luka. out. Luka Magic. He's been to a conference finals before. We've seen him single-handedly take down, quote-unquote, super teams. He's always a guy that's always going to keep his team in it. I don't think that's a crazy long shot one. And then with Kyrie there? I think it's crazy, personally. Think it's crazy? I think it's crazy, personally, for a very simple reason. Um if in order to think Luca is going to come out of the West, like you have to think he could take down the Joker, and like you could say all all the same words that came out of your mouth about Luca, you could say about uh, Joker, except for he also has a ring, and so like I just would trust I trust that guy so much more than Luca to actually win the conference. And then secondly, like if Kawhi is going to be at this quality of of play right now. Kawhi is like one guy in the league that could take Luca off his game. And all of a sudden this like heliocentricity collapses in on itself. And I don't think they could beat the Clippers if Kawhi is healthy because of the defensive presence that that guy brings, especially when they could switch off between him and Paul George and really frustrate him. And then you're like banking on Kyrie if they neutralize Luca. And I don't mean like to hold him to like five points, but if they hold Luca to sub 25 points, all of a sudden you're going to need like 35 or 40 a game from Kyrie in order to win the conference. And I'm happy to book that action. <laughs> well, I don't think they'll be able to hold Luca to sub 25. He normally cooks the Clippers. He actually hates them. He has like a personal vendetta against them every time he plays them for some reason. Well, I know why, but yeah. If going back yeah, to the bubble. I, oh, I, I I get it from the bubble as well, but like you're yeah. looking at regular season games. You're not looking at like playoff intensity Clippers with Kawhi back to this level. Like it still remains one of the more uh undercovered stories of the season, I think, is that like we're reading off MVP uh, odds. Like uh, Jokic is minus one seventy five. SGA is plus two twenty five. Giannis is plus five hundred. Luca is plus eight hundred. Jalen Brunson is plus five thousand. Tatum's plus five thousand. Donovan Mitchell's plus five thousand. Kawhi Leonard is plus five thousand. In what world are we watching basketball where Kawhi Leonard is equally valuable this season as Donovan Mitchell? Like this guy is disrespected compared to his peers in the type of season he is having right now. Not the last. Two Two years, not the last three years, this year. I've been really impressed the fact that he's been staying healthy for the most part this year, too. You know, he's been the guy that's been super low managing and missing 20 to 30 plus games. And he's only missed, what, a handful this year? Yeah, he's, he's been excellent and he's been <clears throat> consistent. And those are the two things he hasn't been able to put together basically since that Raptors season. Yeah, no, 100%. I can't wait to see how these futures play out, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think then in general, uh, Bucks to win the conference is the best one I take, like at, at three hundred or less. So you're talking like shorter odds for futures, and I then agree with that. and then uh, I think on the longer side, I don't know, I because everything I just said about OKC, I, I do believe. Like I put, I think eight fifty is a fair number, but everything I said about Luca also applies to SGA, right? Like in order for him to win the conference, he has to take out the Joker and he has to like take out the Clippers with the uh, with the defense that they're going to throw at him. And so I think they have more depth 
which is why like the same analysis doesn't apply to them. They have more options. If SGA does uh, kind of, you know, get a little bit diminished in the playoffs when the, yeah. when the defense is cranked up. So that's why I like them significantly more than the Mavericks. But I still think at the end of the day, like, you know, you got to kill the King and Denver and Joker are the King until we see otherwise. No, I can't argue with that point at all. All right, well, let's find some points we can't argue with as we get into today's picks. Let's hear from Caesars, and then we will be right back with tonight's action. You know, when the conversation turns tampers, I always go with my number one as Caesars. Let's talk about them a little bit, shall we? Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns rewards credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using this code. Listen up. Omaha full the word Omaha and the word full. And then you place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. If you keep those winnings, but if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and over only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. New users and first $10 plus wager only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager. Returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet, $1,250. Bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start gambling problem. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier City, and Harris, New Orleans. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia, 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Mark. 
Uh, I think both of us, our heads are squarely in the NBA tonight. No soccer, no college basketball. We have a full slate of the games for the last time for about a week. We just spent all the time talking about the future, but let's get into the here and now. Yeah. I will go ahead and claim honors because even though you're going to the, or watching the parade later, that shine is worn off a little bit and I am <laughs> ahead of you. So I'm getting my throne back. And I'm going to start out with Trey Mann. So we didn't spend a lot of time talking about the trade deadline yet, but I think this guy is one of the biggest winners of the entire trade deadline. And he is over 18.5 on points and assists at minus 111. And I'm going to go ahead and ramp it up a little bit. Like rather than bet the over 18.5 mark, I'm going to take it on Caesars. Uh, you go into the adjusted section and you can just take one more point or assist. You get it to 20 plus and you turn it into a plus number. So plus 104, 20 plus points or assists for Trey Mann. He's a guy who's uh, living in the SGA shadow. I actually always kind of liked him in the limited minutes he got for OKC. But now that he's been traded to Charlotte, he's getting a lot, a lot more burn even in the first two games. I think it was 27 minutes and 34 minutes. Now he hasn't hit 19 or 20 in points and assists this entire year, but that's where you have to look past the stats, right? Like it's easy to look at that trend and take the under tonight, but when he's going to get far more time on the court, I believe in his talent, and he feels a little bit, and I don't know if you remember this, he feels Reggie Jackson-ish to me. Like, sat behind Westbrook all those years, then got over to Detroit, and all of a sudden he was cooking, right? Like, he went from averaging three points a game as a rookie, and then suddenly he was at, like, 12 points uh, as Westbrook's primary backup when Westbrook, I think, had a couple injuries. And then as soon as he went to the Pistons, he went up to like 18, 19 uh, points a game. So I think we might be seeing that again. Believe in his ability. Believe he's going to get a lot of time on a terrible Hornets team. And he'll even play garbage time to give him, keep giving him experience. So with those minutes, I like this output at a plus number. Okay. I like how you um, adjusted it there, man. You're getting a little fancy on me a little, you know? Get it to plus money. So okay, I like that. I like that. It's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, so go player. ahead, go go ahead and book the 19 exact just so I can lose it for adjusting it up the point. Go that's gonna <laughs> be faded now. Uh all right, let's stick in the association. What are you doing in the heart category? Yeah, so for me, I got a, I got a couple of player props here, and I'm getting a little creative here. So I got Victor Wimbenyama for a double double, and I'm pairing that with Luca for a triple double. Right, they play you coward. The you coward. Go all the way. Ten more blocks for Wemby, baby. Double, triple, doubles. Come on now. Ah, uh, no, nah, nah. I ain't doing the. Nah, I ain't doing the double, triple, double now. Okay, but uh, I got them. I got both of these at plus three sixty. You know, these two teams have played each other a couple times, and in both games, Luca has had a triple double in each game. He's averaging thirty six points, twelve and a half rebounds, and ten assists in those two games against the Spurs. So I think he continues that training, gets a triple-double, and obviously I really love Wimby to get a double-double, you know, points and rebounds there at plus 360. It's not the last time we're going to talk about Wemby, and obviously the Spurs are more about Luka could do whatever he wants against them, and so like he could actually mess around to get a triple-double. Like that, that lyric applies to tonight's action. Um, I guess the only concern I would have with that bet, and, and at plus 360, that your concern is, is well compensated, is just the blowout equity. Yeah. Like yeah. if they're up you know, 30 points, is Luka going to sit for the last – 15 minutes and will he be at eight assists at that point and like 42 points, but not actually cash all three of the categories you need. Yeah. That's obviously my biggest concern there, but um, I think the Spurs can keep it close enough to where 
Luca's just not resting the whole entire fourth quarter. At least I hope so. Yeah, and you get a little bit of positive correlation there, right? Like if Wemmy's in double-double territory, maybe he's done enough to keep yeah. the game within shouting distance so that Luke has to play in that fourth quarter. So at plus 360, uh, I, I think, you, as I said, you're compensated for the risk there, and I like the research you did in the head-to-head matchup so far this year. Uh, so over into the head category, I've got a guy that I would not fade in May – but uh, I'm fading him here in right before the All-Star game. And it's Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo, who I think is one of the most underrated assets in the entire league. But his number tonight is just too high for me. It is 34.5 points and rebounds, minus 115 over at Caesars. And I am on the under because he has been under this number consistently re- recently, Mark. Nine of his last 10, 17 of his last 20. And I know he's going against the Sixers tonight without uh, – Embiid, obviously, but he hasn't been exceeding this number against other like weaker squads. Like, you know, against uh against Washington earlier in the month, he went for 20 and 14, didn't clear the number. The Clippers are not a weak squad, but they aren't exactly known for the, their like center defense. And he only had 14 and 13 against them, 14 and 8 against Orlando, 20 and 5 when he took on Wemby and the Spurs. Like these numbers are not even close to 35. He's only averaging 30.8 or so, maybe it's 31 on the year in this combined category. So now you're talking about a guy who's got to jump on a flight, got to go to Indianapolis, hasn't been hitting this number recently, is distracted, probably just wants to get out of there and a game that he might win by, you know, 20, 30 points to get some of that blowout equity we were just talking about in the Mavericks and Spurs. So he might prove me wrong, but recent trend says he won't. I'm getting it at minus 115 for him to go under this total. Like the research you did there, you know, you got the blowout potential there as well. Uh, this may be a play I may have to fade you on. I'm, I'm going to consider it, you know. I'm going to see what you else you got on the on the, on the slate. Or, but, you know, I, I may I may follow you on that one. But I'm still trying to fade you low-key somewhere if I can. If you can. I, uh, none of that people fail me. I mean, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm under on the year, not by a ton, but by enough, that I should be failed more than I'm tailed and suddenly have people keep, uh, keep taking the other side. Where are you going in the head category? Yeah, so for my head category, I got the Houston Rockets covering the minus two and a half against Memphis. They're over 500 against the spread, while Memphis is under 500 against the spread. And, you know, the Memphis Grizzlies, you know, without Ja, obviously, they've just been very underwhelming, to say the least, while Houston is still have things to play for. So I think they can cover that with relatively ease, I think. And then I'm pairing that with the Jazz money line. What? I saw this yeah. come over. Were you hacked? Are you really no. taking the Jazz money line tonight? Well, you know, I, I know I'm a Laker homer, right? But it's going to be probably you no know, LeBron and AD tonight. The Jazz are five and a half point favorites. I didn't want to play with that because, you know, sometimes you can play inspired without your two best guys. So I can see the Lakers maybe covering that. But I don't see a world where they actually win this game, especially in Utah. So I, I love both of these. I got them at plus 176. As a Lakers homer, uh, they haven't, as of tape time, we taped this about one o'clock Eastern on Wednesday. They still hadn't uh, posted the player props for this game tonight. But like, what would the Austin Reeves or D'Angelo Russell totals have to be for you to to not take the over tonight with those two guys out? What points? Yeah, points. So um, if they had Austin anywhere over 20, I, I probably couldn't take it. Uh, and then D'Lo, probably about the same. 
you know. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I think I'd take the over on both of those. I think it would have to get up to like 23, 24. Yeah. Um, Cause I mean like the number of shots that opens up for those guys that's that are like, dying true. to get them up. Like yeah, I think those true. guys might both shoot, you know, 25, 30 times tonight. That's, that's true. That is true. I, I'll feel more confident probably in Austin getting his over than D'Lo. Cause the D'Lo may be more of a distributor and, you know, with the assist, I'll probably take him for assist. Yeah. And, you know, just blindly uh, looking at it. And is AD officially out? I know LeBron's out, but as of tape time, is AD uh, out? He's, he's not like, officially out, but I would imagine he's going to be, but it's not official yet. All right. Well, I cannot believe that feels like a trap. Like as soon as I saw that come over, I was like, he's fading his own team. You were one of the biggest homers I know this side of Sheck. There's no <laughs> way that I ever saw you going against the Lakers, which is my thing on this show, including the under uh, last night, which I hit yet again. Um, <laughs> but I guess I'll I'll stay out of the trap. I'm gonna stay away from that one entirely, even though I respect your ability to actually make some money when LeBron and AD sit out and not just keep wearing those purple and gold glasses. Yeah, uh, man, I'm the, not 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 a hundred percent Homer, you know, just ninety-eight percent. Well, it helps when your teams have so many rings. <laughs> <laughs> that helps a lot to be a homer. Uh so in heater, I still have the same three picks I gave out in the last show. One, two, three, Cancun, taking all the, the favorites tomorrow night against teams that are definitely looking to hit vacation as fast as they can. But we won't know until we tape on Friday how my Thursday night picks went. Uh you lost barely on the Suns last night. When you you have the Suns again tomorrow night, is that right? Or is that tonight? Yeah. Uh it's tomorrow tonight. Night. They play they play uh the Pistons. Ah, that's right. What's the line on that? It is, let me see, I got it right here. We got it at 13 and a half. Yeah, 13 and a half. That is a lot of points. Yeah. That is a lot of points. Yeah. Uh, You know what? I didn't really love any of your other selections. I'm going to tell you on that one. I'm going to tell you. No, 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 no. It's it's 13. It moved to 13. It's 13 now. It's 13. I'll still do it. What the hell? Yeah. Even if it lands on the number, I'll take the push. So I am going to tail you on the Pistons to cover against the Suns tonight. Let's okay. do it. Okay. All right. Uh, welcome so to the that, good side. Welcome to the good side. That just leaves the cred pick. And, oh, I'm looking at yours. Um, I'm going back to Wemby because, like, how much fun is this guy right now? Like, you had to get in on it with that double-double. I've got to keep finding different ways to put money on them because if I'm going to watch them and I'm going to watch him lose by 10 or 15 points, but I just can't take my eyes off of it. I've got to make money somehow. And so I'm going to go with Wemby uh, over 1.5 made threes for my cred pick is minus 125 at Caesars right now. And a lot of this is just him continuing to grow in confidence and stature in the league. Like, you know, the first couple of months, he's got this giant target on him. He's got to come in and prove himself. He's this alien we've never seen before. He passed that threshold really well. He's kind of established himself as like, a guy in this league, right? Like he's definitely not going to be a bust short of an injury. He's delivering on all of the hype. And as you get more comfortable and as you kind of earn that respect um, by playing with all these grown men, he's starting to feel himself a little bit more. We saw the triple double the other day. That was historic with the 10 blocks and he's getting up more and more threes and he's actually shooting a pretty decent percent. So he's hit at least two threes in each of the last five games, eight of the last 10, 15 of the last 20 coming off that game where he did have that triple double. I expect him to be full of confidence tonight. I expect him to get up five or six attempts. And then I really love him to get at least two of them. My only concern is back to that blowout equity that he doesn't even play the four. 
fourth. They protect him in a blowout, and therefore he didn't hit it in the first half. But the number is low enough that he can hit this thing in the first quarter, and then I can watch the rest of the game with my feet up. Isn't that the best feeling when you cash it early and you can just relax now and really watch the game without having to sweat it out until the very end? Well, it's the best feeling unless you have Banchero over five and a half assists, which he had in the first half. And you just need Josh freaking Giddy to get one steal or block. And all the way down to the last minute, he doesn't deliver for you. That is not a good feeling. Stay away that's from not, those parlays. Just play the one that you feeling. thought of. That's not a good feeling at all. Yeah. <laughs> all right, what do you got? Yeah, so for my cred, man, I got Clippers money line. Clippers money line. Uh, they got embarrassed Monday night against Minnesota, lost by 21 points. I, I like them in this bounce-back spot here. Uh, I know they're on the – it's going to be a tough game. It's not going to be an easy game. Obviously, you're playing against Golden State. They're actually the underdog here, so you get it at plus money. But I love the point of them getting embarrassed a couple nights ago. I know it's going to be no Kawhi, but – they have enough talent and depth on that roster, I think, to make up for. And this is not like a world beater Golden State Warriors team. So I like them with plus money here to win straight up. And then I'm pairing that with the over in the Sacramento-Denver game. It's at 229 and a half right now. Uh, I think uh, you see a lot of points scored in this game. Sacramento has nobody for Jokic at all. And then, like we mentioned before on the other show a couple of days ago, Sacramento, we know they love to play fast and move up and down the down the court at a fast pace with Darren Fox being the head of the snake there. So I think you see a lot of points scored in this game. Like the over there a lot. You get both of these plays at a nice plus 316. Well, after the break, I want to hear your second guess express. I'll go ahead and step on mine now. Mine is actually the Clippers uh, minus three tonight, or I'm sorry, plus three at minus 110. So, you know, it's not a big leap from covering, from getting three points to winning outright. So, like, I hear what you're saying on that leg, but they landed in the second guess express just because of how hot this Warriors team is. I mean, Kaminga is a man on fire right now. They've won their last five games. Draymond's come back into the fold. And so, like, at the end of this, you putting down two units on them to lose tonight, I think it was just slightly too far for me to take, even though you, as I said earlier, like you're getting compensated for the risk by getting that plus 300 payout. Yeah, no, I understand what you're, you're the line of thinking, you know, playing a little safe there, taking the points. Uh, but, you know, sometimes you got to take a little risk when you want to take down Toby and win these matchups. So I'm, <laughs> I'm willing, I'm willing to roll the dice a little bit there. Well, I will admit I'm glad you're doing this on Wednesday, right? Because if you hit a plus 300 on on two two units, like I have to adjust my bets accordingly on Friday, which, by the way, will be a wild show as we try to handicap the All Star game. Holy hell! How do you? I don't even know where to start with that, but I guess I got two days to figure it out. Uh, so you, so it's a good feeling. You have me a little scared with that last pick, and so that means that's a, it's a good one. So I uh, I salute you for that one. Much better than your preseason NBA takes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, I already gave out my second guest express, but you owe the audience yours. Let's go ahead and take our last break and then come back and hear it. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, Mark, you are one pick and a couple plugs away from joining a parade. So go ahead and lay it on us. All right, so for my second guest, Express, I'm going with James Harden over us on assist at eight and a half. My line of thinking here is I know he hasn't passed, he hasn't passed his number in the last three games, but, you know, with no Kawhi Leonard in the fold there, I obviously I imagine the ball being his hands even more than what it, than what it is already because he does have pretty good usage. He's averaging 8.4 assists per game, but I think now without Kawhi, even more usage there. I think you try to get Paul George going early. I think he sets the tone as a distributor. You know, you're playing against Golden State, a team that's not that big. So I can see a lot of potential, you know, lob opportunities and things of that nature inside in the interior. So I, I think he does uh, cross this number in assist tonight. I like it a lot. I wouldn't be surprised he even gets double-digit assist in this game. Yeah. I wish you had put that one in your picks because I would have followed that one. I also like this one tonight. But as we talked about on Monday, just because it's not in your picks doesn't mean it can't be in your bet slip on Caesars. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Mark, you guys put out lemon pepper yesterday. It wasn't just a Kansas City love fest. You guys got into it a little bit. Tell everybody why they should go listen to it. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, besides the Kansas City love fest there, we talked about Kyle Shanahan. What does this mean for his legacy, man? That's three Super Bowl losses. I know one was as an OC, but he had a big hand in that one as well. And they're up 28 to three, stopped running the ball. Then obviously the last two against the Chiefs, you had 10 point leads in each of those games. So kind of talked about big picture wise. What does that mean for him? Can he ever get over the hump? Talked about Brock Purdy. You know, we both came to agreement that he is a franchise quarterback because we were both kind of shaky on him throughout the year, but he definitely earned my respect. Uh, towards the end of the season, especially in the playoffs with those back-to-back comeback wins against the Packers and the Lions. And then the way he didn't fold against Mahomes and the Chiefs, like he still seemed pretty poised for the poised for the most part in that game. So while well, I thought he was going to fold like a lawn chair. So talked about that stuff, uh, kind of projected out what next year could potentially look like. You know, obviously we're so far away from that at this point, but you know, it's kind of sad. Football's over with, but now we got basketball we're going to get into here in the next couple of weeks. So I'm really looking forward to diving into that full time. Yeah. Well, Extra Points comes out today. Covered in Glory comes out uh, on Friday. We'll have the Hench episode of Minus 3. And Waiver Wired came out yesterday as well. Check all those out. But before I let you go, Mark, I don't know if you listened to Minus 3 on Monday. I'll give you a chance to react. Check uh, and Scott Piandowski went through the next 10 years, the next 10 years, and projected how many Super Bowl rings each of the name brand quarterbacks in the league will win. Do you want to take a guess what they said for Mahomes? The next 10 years. Over the next 10 years, each of these quarterbacks will win X number of rings. What is the number for Mahomes? And for me or for what they, well, I think they said. Well, that, that's, a, that's a fair distinction. Why don't you go ahead and give yours and we'll, we'll juxtapose it with theirs and see how wildly different they are. All right. I'll say for me over the next 10 years, 
I think he gets the seven. I'm going to say four. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, the kid from Kansas City shooting his shot. Scott Pianowski and Dave Damashek both said that Mahomes gets one ring over the next 10 years. One wow. ring, man. They're crazy. <laughs> two, two a minimum. Two minimum. All right. Well, go back and listen to the episode so you can hear their rationales. You know the rationale here from the kid from Kansas City, which is continuing to be the mouthpiece for uh, for Chiefs Kingdom. I almost got it wrong again. Chiefs Kingdom, <laughs> don't let me disrespect it. Four titles over the next decade. You shouldn't even watch the parade. It's not even special. Like You can just go ahead and get reruns over the next decade. What are you going to miss today? Nah, each one, is, each one has its own different flavor, man. All right, well, go and enjoy it. The rest of us who aren't from Kansas City, hope you enjoy the NBA action tonight. We will be back on Friday for our last uh, episode of the week to see who wins this contest. Until then, take care, everyone. 